Hello everyone and welcome to Are You Freaking Serious? Well, let's shift a little bit from our attention that's been focused strictly on Afghanistan and look at the second big story in the news, and that's COVID, of course, which it continues to be. But the big story was yesterday, and we heard from Dr. Fauci and some of the others that there's no excuse not to get your vaccination. Why? Because Pfizer just got a full FDA approval. So as I'm listening to the White House and I'm listening to President and who kind of took away a little time from dealing with Afghanistan, maybe came away from his nap and, you know, playing with his tinker toys to focus on a few of the main issues of the world, and not the least of which was COVID. And, of course, full FDA approval. And I want to continue to reiterate that point. Why do I do that? Because all of a sudden the game has changed. Now you've got a vaccination that's got the approval FDA. That's what we've been waiting for, isn't it? Yes, it is. Whoa, 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 wait, put the brakes on. Stop. Hold on a second. Because once again, once again, I have to say, are you freaking serious? Now, what do I mean by this? Where did I just pull that out of the blue to say it? Because when I looked at the report, and I mean really got beyond the headline, what we call pulling back the covers and peeling back the onion skins, I took a look at what this approval meant. And then I took a look and I had to say, I'm stunned. I'm literally stunned. Because once again, we're seeing the old story come to fruition. And what is that story? Well, let's listen to it for the thousandth time. But you folks who are listening to me around the world will be the first time you've heard this. And hopefully it translates well. Because here's the story. A guy was looking for a job and he was retired and he was looking for just a part-time job to kind of, uh, you know, fill in that social security and that pension, etc. So he went to this place and there were, there were, uh, uh, hiring people, and they said, uh, you know, uh, there's three others or two others that are in competition for this job with you. The guy said, really? Yeah. And he says, I'm going to interview the three of you together. And so the first guy he looked at and he said, well, I see that you used to be an accountant. He said, can you answer this question for me? What's two plus two? Hmm. The accountant looked and he said, well, he says, depending upon how we put the numbers down, he said, we could move dramatically to the right or to the left. And he said, in accounting terms, he said, you know, it's just a, kind of the way we structure the, uh, the, the whole thing and the whole question. Guy said, spoken like a true accountant. Then the second guy, he said, I see you used to be a former attorney. He said, maybe you can answer this question. What's two plus two? And he says, well, you know, in the legal world, the question I would ask is, what does the plus mean? And what kind of answer are you really looking for? Two plus two. What is that? Is that taking us into a new realm and blah, 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 blah. And the guy just shook his head and he said, yeah, yeah, you're an attorney. All right. And they looked at the third guy, the guy who was looking for the job. And he says, I see you wish to work for the government. He said, I see you used to work in their government accounting. He said, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That's right, Bureau of Labor Statistics. Not of, but the Bureau, BLS, Bureau of Labor Statistics. 
He said, so this should be very simple for you because you're used to the numbers and will probably qualify you for the job. What is two plus two? The guy thought for a second. He looked at him and he said, well, what do you want it to be? And that tells it all. FDA approval. What did you want it to be when you gave them the tests, to do the test, the vaccination test? Of course you wanted approval. Of course you wanted them to say positive. And of course, they had to find a way to do it. Now, tests take a long time. But one of the things that you do do when you do the test is you run clinical trials. That's right, clinical trials. Now, I'm not a scientist. I don't work in that particular field, but I do know a few things about it. Not in depth, but a little. Probably the things that, same things that you know about it. Because when you run clinical trials, you have to have two groups. You have to have, and this is the way they do it, you have to conduct a control group, and that is the control group within that group. They don't get the vaccine. They get a placebo. They get the placebo. They get the, the, the not vaccine. Then you have the next group that does get the vaccine. So that's what you have too. You have the control group that has no vaccine, the placebo, maybe like a little sugar water or a little salt water, but it is not the vaccine. Then you have the other group that actually does get the vaccine. Now, why do you do that? Because you want to see if they didn't get the disease, was it certain things that they did? Were that the same things that the other folks did? And so if they didn't get the disease, um, let's say that the, the vaccinated group never wore masks. Okay, they never wore masks. And so then all of a sudden you say, well, they didn't get the disease because they were vaccinated. But now we have to compare it to something. We compare it to the group that didn't have the vaccination. They had the placebo. And so we look at that. And let's say in that group, they never wore masks. They didn't get the disease. Wow. You can't then say they didn't get the disease because they had the vaccination. No, they didn't get the disease and they didn't have the vaccination and they didn't wear masks. So by and large, the masks don't work. Okay. In other words, whatever you're testing, whatever the question is, you have to have one group playing against the other. But unfortunately, Pfizer and, oh, by the way, even Moderna, okay, Moderna, they have both stopped running control groups. During the trial and after the untested vaccines were given emergency use authorization, what did the vaccine companies decide to do? They decided to break protocol. Are you freaking serious? Yes, they broke protocol. They then notified the control group. They said, contrary to what you think, you folks got the placebo. You didn't get the vaccination. And oh, by the way, um, you're subject to getting COVID. They all freaked out. Actually, all but two. They all came back in and they all got the shot. And the two that didn't get the shot, well, they were done. They just never came back. So the guy who ran and says who runs the study, okay, he said, this is Dr. Carlos Fieri, he said that the participants were called back after the Food and Drug Administration authorized the vaccine. 
they hadn't authorized the vaccine, so they couldn't give them. They didn't want to give them. They wanted to run this thing legitimate. And they said, well, you know, um, all of a sudden, he says, during the visit, we discussed the options, which included staying in the study without the vaccine. But he said, amazingly, these people, they chose to get the vaccine. Okay, so, well, we're going to do that. And so, obviously, the two that didn't stay in, maybe were spooked by rumors or whatever it is. But guess what? When you get rid of the control group, and I just want to be clear here, because the FDA gave final authorization and final approval for the vaccines, which are based on the outcome of the trials. Okay, so... You didn't have a control group, guys. There was no one left in the control group. And therefore, there was no statistical validity to the test that you did. There is no comparison between vaxxed and unvaxxed or non-vaxxed. This whole thing is crazy. Okay? How can it be an effective analysis? It goes against everything that the FDA has ever done, whether it was polio, whether it was uh, smallpox, whether it was uh, chickenpox, whether it's malaria. I don't care what it is. Whatever it is, you always, always have a control group. And instead of saying, no, I'm sorry, we cannot give approval to the vaccination because we did not do an adequate study. We didn't follow our protocol. We broke our protocol. I can see, remember, the FDA is a government agency. I can see a little pressure coming down from the White House saying to the FDA, we need this. And oh, by the way, who really needs it? Pfizer and Moderna. Why do they need it? Because they just upped the price. They just upped the price. And there's still a big market out there for it. A tremendous market out for it. So when we take a look at that, you may want to remember this show. When you're thinking about, well, and I'm not going one or the other, okay? Whether or not you should get vaccinated, you shouldn't get vaccinated. I have my thinking about all of that. But in full disclosure, I was vaccinated. Yes, I did. I got vaccinated. Why? Because I'm old. I'm not worried about getting pregnant. I'm not worried about that, but I am a poster child. Artificial hips, had a heart attack, all the good things of life. I'm a poster child for that. Yes, talking to my brother-in-law, who's a chemist, said, you know, we don't know what's going to happen to you with this injection, with the stuff putting in your system over the next six, seven, eight years. I said, I might not even be alive that long. Give me the shot anyway. Because the short term, the risk to me was greater than the long term. Why? Because I am amongst a lot of people every single day. And the people I'm in is a lot of tourists that I'm involved with. And so consequently, the potential of me catching that is very high. So I looked at the risks, not knowing what the future could bring for me. I decided to take the shot. There's my full disclosure. I'm not trying to tell anybody one way or the other. But if you're relying on the fact that FDA authorization was given, and this is what everybody is now saying, hey, FDA approval, well, Big Pharma obviously benefits from this. And if you take a look and understand that, remember that, well, 
the idea as one doctor, Andrew Pollard, who is the director of the UK Oxford Vaccine Group, well, his commentary was basically this. He said, the vaccinated will contract and spread the virus, just like the non-vaccinated. The vaccine approach he should said should be targeted to the elderly and those most at risk. The idea of vaccinating everybody is ludicrous. And if you only have so much, a very interesting statistic. In the last month, we had 4 million doses that were deployed. We had 65,000 deaths. Who? Well, the dosages should be used for the individuals most at risk. Those are decisions that can be made, but they can be made based upon honest, honest research, honest discovery, honest testing, using a customary control group. And when you don't do that, when you violate your own protocol, I have only one thing to say. Are you freaking serious? Till next time, I'm Bill Tatro.